0: Young people, that they, they are more passionate than ever mm-hmm. about the world in which they live.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, they may not want to join things that older people like me wanted to join. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and like there's lots of rotary clubs and lions clubs and church groups and sporting groups that are crying out for young people mm-hmm. to join them. Hello
1: and welcome to the Freedom with Nicole podcast. I'm Nicole Steffens and I'm a female entrepreneur with a couple of gyms and I just love helping people improve their lives. This podcast is all about equipping and empowering young people to create freedom in all areas of their lives. So let's go. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Freedom with Nicole. I'm Nicole Steffens, your host, and today we sit down with David Janetsky. He is the MP for South Toowoomba. He has three children and a wife. He's lived in Toowoomba pretty much his whole life. Um, he's also spent some time overseas, which is really cool. And what I love that we dive into, it's all about not only his professional goals and what he wants to help the Toowoomba community with, but we also dive into what it is like in his family, how he got into the position um, and some of the mindset changes that he's had to have along the way. So I'm excited for this. Uh, stay tuned and listen up. All right. Welcome to the Freedom with Nicole podcast. I'm sitting down with David Janetsky today and um, I've been so excited about this episode interview for uh, since I booked it in last year um, because... Typically, I interview like a lot of like more athletes or um, influencers or business people, but you're in politics, which kind of sounds boring and dry. It does, it does. Yeah, I'll give it a best shot to make it interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And also because I'm from a younger generation. So basically, I've learned about politics from my parents. But I was like, what do I actually, you know, who are these faces behind who we see? What's your story behind what I see about you? And I do see you around a lot. Um, We met at the Women in Business awards. Awards and I was really interested and fascinated, i read about you online and you yep. come from a corporate background as well, yeah. so I'm excited to see how you got into politics, yeah. which is my first question, how and why how, did you get into politics? How does it happen? Yeah. It, it
0: was certainly not in the plan, yeah. I uh, I grew up on a farm about an hour northwest of here near yeah. the Bunya Mountains on yeah. a dairy farm, so uh, my first job was milking cows for dad, and uh, well he didn't want me too much in the dairy, yeah. he wanted me more feeding calves, but Uh, So I started there, and uh, then I went to boarding school. I went to little country school, Ackland State School, uh, and then came into boarding school here at Concordia. And uh, I think probably the seeds of my interest in politics, I was probably a little unusual Mm -hmm. in that as a young kid I was interested in politics, and uh, I sat at the feet of my father and grandfather and, and grandmother and aunties and uncles, and politics was like you, sort of uh, spoken about, yes. and my politics growing up was uh, country politics. Mm-hmm. It was, it was uh, growing up on a farm, I grew up in the era of Joby Ockie-Peterson, yep. he's he, quite a controversial character, but in my family he was really loved and respected for uh, getting things done. He was a, he was a real... Proactive. Ca- proactive, yep. getting things done. And so I grew up in that sort of environment where everyone um, was interested. And famously in my family, I would always demand... We would drive about 15 minutes to get to church on a Sunday. And on the way back home through uh, the little township of Ackland, used to have a corner store... I would demand that my parents would stop so we could buy a copy of the Sunday Sun, wow. the Sunday newspaper. So I was probably a little unusual in that I was really interested in politics. And you started reading about and that and at I, a young I, age. I did. I started reading 9 or 10, reading about the politics of day. Right. And what was happening in the government. And what was happening. Yeah. And it was also, at the time, there was a, a quite a large shift. The Fitzgerald Inquiry mm. was on. There was a lot of things happening in, uh, in Queensland politics, and I, I was... I was just really interested. Yeah. And so I was always I always followed politics, mm-hmm. but then uh I didn't really have an aspiration to be sitting here. It was yeah. just not on the cards. I didn't think so dairy, did, dairy farmers' kids yeah. did so stuff
1: Where were you before the pol- like deciding let's run yeah. and try it out? Where were you then that made that
0: shift for you? So I uh studied in Brisbane, I went to uni in Brisbane and, and my wife uh, as an opera singer Mm -hmm. so uh, we met at school but she ended up her singing took us abroad so we lived in London for three years and then when we uh, we fell pregnant with our first child and we were like we just got to get home and Toowoomba was home our families are here we knew that Toowoomba was a beautiful place to raise a family. And I think it's actually a pretty beautiful place for young people it now, is. too. I, I think, agree. I think it's a place where people don't have to go. We've got a great uni, yep. plenty of job opportunities, and enough.
1: And way less traffic venues. than Brisbane. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> way less traffic. Especially on that north side of Brisbane. Oh, Lots yes. of Oh, out there. yes. <laughs> um, so uh, I'd worked in, Bri- in Brisbane and London. We came home, and uh, I was encouraged. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting in life. Uh, that things can just come out of the blue, and it really wasn't on my radar until I was encouraged to run by uh, a gentleman called Mike Horan, who okay. was in fact the member for Tumut South for twenty-one years. Yeah, and uh, I joined—I joined the National Party then, but now the LNP. But uh, he was the first person to say, "You should give this a go." Yeah, uh, I was always involved in the community. You know, I—I I had a problem that I. My wife still says I have this problem. I can't say no, yes.
1: I can't yes. say no.
0: Somebody would say, oh, can you help us with this? Can you draft this document? I was a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, can you help us out with this community group? And I just would say, yeah, of course, let's yeah. let's go, let's do it. Uh, and he planted the seed awesome. and it probably just takes that one person. I've been fortunate since then to have other people that have encouraged me along the way. It hasn't all been smooth sailing. Yeah. Um, I've had my losses and, and uh, but, I've persisted and I've been really fortunate.
1: Awesome. And let's go into some of those challenges. Mm. What do you feel are some of the biggest challenges that you may have faced in your position? And then how did you overcome them?
0: So uh, one of the the biggest challenges transitioning from my former work life to to politics probably just has been the um, relentless pace of Mm -hmm. politics.
1: Like fast-paced, Fast-paced, and I love it. And pressure. I love it. Pressure
0: and and lots of... um, you're just on. Whereas yeah. in the old days, I would, uh, you know, I'd work hard, I'd, you know, but it'd be sort of eight to six. Yes. And then I'd go home and it'd be quite a, uh, quite a, uh, the usual life. Yes. You know, I'd, you know, i spend a lot more time with my kids and everything, but now anything can happen yeah any time of the day <laughs> yeah. my phone is just a just a, a arm reach
1: away a, an arm reach
0: away <laughs> thing it's a really unpredictable job mm-hmm. uh, but that's also what drew me to yeah. it you know and it's i the
1: thing you love about it at yeah. the same time
0: it, it's a it's an energy i do think it's uh i think the days of politicians being there for 30 years yeah are over yeah. like i just don't think it's possible if you're doing your job properly and giving it everything you've got i think uh, You know, you're Mm going to have to move on and let younger people... Uh, and you give, do see more go. younger
1: people coming you through now, like I was looking at the like the new candidates for the mm-hmm. council even, yeah. and there's a lot more younger people coming up in yep. that as too, so do you think that's maybe a shift with the times you then? You people,
0: people often lament, oh, young people. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, mm. what do they
1: have to add? Exactly, what were they Oh, young yeah. What I've
0: noticed about young people, and I'm 41, so yeah. I... You're still I, young, I, mm, you know? I probably don't qualify as <laughs> necessarily anymore, but... Uh, and i've just come from a school investiture leadership investiture service this morning at st mary's just up the road and uh young people that they are more passionate than ever Mm -hmm. about the world in which they live
1: yeah
0: uh they may not want to join things that older people like me wanted to join yeah you know and like there's lots of rotary clubs and lions clubs and church groups and sporting groups that are crying out for young people Mm -hmm. to join them uh they're, they're not, and these some of these community groups. It's one of my um, things I'm really passionate about. I want young people to join these clubs. Yeah. But it, the fact that they're not joining doesn't mean that they're not passionate about their issues. And they're not doing. And they're their not, help yeah. elsewhere. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So they're they're still putting in, but it's just not in the structures that, it used that to be. my generation and older generations are used yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, so. Well,
1: and they judge the m- millennials. Oh, you're lazy. Yeah. You're yeah, like- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's
0: not. A, you know, young people aren't all sitting around playing computer games and, yeah. you know, wasting time. Oh, I'm
1: glad you have a good positive yeah. view of that. <laughs> and, and I
0: probably get to see the front end of it, so yeah. I see the young people at schools. Mm-hmm. When well, you do got a lot of the I, award
1: ceremonies. All the award
0: ceremonies, all the young kids that are coming out and they are passionate about what they're passionate about. Yeah. And that's uh, really heartening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I love following Year 12 kids. So I've, I've been in this job... Um, Three and a half years. Yeah, I love seeing the school leaders from previous years and just see where they're yeah, off true, to. True, you mm. would, and then you you see them later work, on in correct. life
1: after they've yeah. graduated yep. as well. Yep,
0: yeah. from the high hopes to the reality. Yeah, and uh, I love seeing that transition.
1: Yeah, nice. Mm. And. Um, what were maybe like the distinctive mindset shifts that then you had to go through with, with it being fast paced, more mm. pressure, um, more demands, less time with your family. Yeah. Um, what, how did you like overcome that? Cause that happens to a lot of people in their careers, even when you're talking about people going from yeah. their high hopes to then reality of a job. Oh my mm. goodness. These are the hours that I have to work. Yeah. I, I did uni and now I'm in a workforce and it's totally different. How do? how did you overcome that? Yep. And then how can we use that? Uh,
0: for, I think uh, I'm, I'm lucky in that this is probably the most privileged job yeah. I will ever do yeah. so when you you know when you realize you're representing the interests of 30 in my case about 37 37,500 people yeah. uh, you understand that it's such a privilege and you yeah. never um, you never take it for granted so probably the biggest transition for us and if i think about our family I so my wife mel and we've got three young kids ranging from 13 we've got a two-year-old uh it is the uh complete way i've had to give myself to the yeah. career yeah. like there's nothing half-hearted mm-hmm. about it it goes back to that sort of that energy levels but yeah. uh for me i'm all in yeah do
1: you have I, ways I'm of maintaining
0: in. that energy level uh I'm, I'm Actually, it's interesting. 2020 is a yeah. is a, a challenge for me. It's an election year. Yes. I'm doing a lot of travel, lots of back and forth between Toowoomba and Brisbane. When I'm here, I'm doing everything I can. Uh, for me this year, it is truly trying to switch off, ah, particularly from this.
1: From the phone. Uh, yes. When
0: I'm at home, giving dedicated attention.
1: Time to attention. Th- your family. Yep. Correct.
0: So I'd fall into bad habits in the last couple of years. Um, so if I'm out, I don't know. Uh, a couple hundred nights oh, a year yeah. yeah uh when i do get a rare night home i would be fiddling on this uh, checking yeah. things, social media you know all the rest of it i'm really focused on uh, i find spending time with my kids and my yeah. wife rejuvenating
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, It's never it refuels
1: uh, your tank it
0: fills my tank yeah and um because they're the people that are there and they're going to be there long after this career is over so yeah i take great Um, I love that you've noticed that, that they'll be there
1: after this career. Um, And I think a lot of, like, even I went through a time in my business where it was all about my business. I worked so many hours. I forgot about a lot of my family and friends, of relationships I'm now having to rebuild because I didn't focus on them enough then. And I didn't realise that. I think I was thinking short term. Yeah, Um, that's always a
0: challenge. And I've got it horribly wrong on many occasions. But you're right, that is always a challenge because this is is all... uh, fleeting, you know, yes. particularly with my job, I can get booted. Yes. You know, every <laughs> yes. every three or four years. So yeah. um I I hope not. I hope not. Um but I but, for, for me it is always keeping that perspective. And so yeah. I'm I'm fortunate in that, you know, Mel and the and the kids, they they are my rest. Yes. They oh, are I love my that. rest. And uh so whenever I'm with them and I'm making a real dedicated effort this year just Put the damn thing away, yeah. Put the phone away and just clear my mind. So, yeah.
1: and it can be stressful yeah. if you get a message or a phone call or something yes. on social media that triggers some stress, correct? And you're like, I have to deal with that, yeah, yeah. But then I'm with my family, so I think it's and, that's and good. then
0: sometimes you know, half an, it'll wait half an hour, yes, it can because my reaction will be better, yes, if you don't need emotion, right? Correct.
1: Yes, <laughs> there's, plenty of e- there's
0: plenty of emails that I save as a draft. And then I look out again at five o'clock the next morning yes. and then I send it. I
1: think that's a much better way to do yeah. things. And I've had to do that on some occasions. Yeah. I'm like writing email responses at 11pm is yes. not my smartest move. Not, it's not. <laughs> Sleep on it and yes. get another crack the next Yes. Morning. And I'm always yeah. so glad that I did not press send <laughs> yes. usually. Yes. So yeah. And um, what are some of your outcomes that you're hoping to achieve for 2020 for yourself, but also for the community yeah. that you represent?
0: So Toowoomba is we are really blessed in this city and region i was just at the opening yesterday of the qantas flight academy out at the um, welcome airport i saw that
1: on social media it's amazing
0: like the wagner family uh and but you know the wagner family they've done
1: remarkable things for the community yeah
0: like it it is remarkable that a family would invest so much money into a region like they have but then You've got the Clive Berghoffers, yes. and all these amazing families. 100%. You know the R- John Russell, um, the Hannah family, Beatross. Yes, you know all these amazing families that, um, and even we're seeing next generation businesses mm-hmm. come through too. I think of the law firm Clifford Goulds, and yes. you know Danny Clifford and Benny Goulds, and these guys, the next generation of amazing, self-driven, and you're one yeah, of them too. Thank you. <laughs> one of these, you know, like self-driven entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, that don't wait around for government to solve the mm. problem. So Toowoomba is blessed with hundreds of them. I know, because hundreds that
1: airport, that's privately funded Correct. by the Wagner family. all privately funded. Yeah. And
0: we'd be still waiting around if government, the hands of government yeah. were involved. Like
1: if we look at, not offence, but the Second Range Crossing Maybe. did take a long time to get through. It's here now, finally. It's true. It's you true. know, so it's a good contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it
0: was finally built, but it took... Yes. Fifty years. Yes. You know? so, <laughs> and um, every
1: time a new gov- government's bought in, it has to go the through. the politics goes exactly. through the assessment yes. stages. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And so we are lucky here. Uh, my one of my things that I've noticed in in politics, so I'll always advocate for those big issues. Yeah. You know the range crossings, the airports, all because it brings economic activity and jobs.
1: Yeah, um, that keeps the people, the community thriving. Correct.
0: And we need, yep. we need reasons for our young people to stay mm. here. You know? I feel there's
1: becoming more and more.
0: Yeah, I think there yeah. is. There's a bit of a gap. We do have some problems, um, you know, with younger people getting employment. Yeah, right. But with a great uni, you know, I think we're going to be okay. But there's always those challenges. But yep. for me, so we've got these big projects that bring economic activity. But you know what? There's a whole bunch of little community groups, little little groups around doing amazing work. Uh, that I love trying to support and get behind. So a lot of my um, social media, I, I love to focus on little groups that are, you know, I've done stories with sewing groups that are sending oh, off, awesome. sending off uh, product to Nepal. Yeah. You my know.
1: grandma saw some of those things, yeah. um, the little care packages for care packages. females Correct. in third world Sanitary countries. Products. Yes. In, yeah. in Nepal. Yes.
0: Um, you know, then there's, so, there's other little sewing groups that I've got, found little <laughs> homes for. I love, that. I love hanging out at Darling Heights. It's yeah. one of the most remarkable multicultural communities we've got in yeah. the region in Queensland actually. Ooh. And, um, we need a community hub out there, so I'm trying to work out there to, you know, get mm-hmm. some funding to build this community hub. Yeah, you know, so it, it's it's the projects that probably don't make the news. What are some sort of the other
1: projects that um, we might not know about?
0: A um, couple of things that I really love uh, is I think we need to make more of our escarpment. Okay, and. There's nowhere. There's no little education Mm centres on the escarpment across Toowoomba that you can take school kids to, primary school kids to, to go and this is the wildlife. These are so it's two, five, four, and five. Like to
1: travel on a bus tour if you do want to take the kids there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's stuff like that. I also love the idea. I've um, been involved a little bit with um, Flourish Pyo, which is seeking to plant community gardens all over Toowoomba.
1: Oh, that's beautiful
0: uh, because i i just think we are the garden city yeah we know we have um, drought issues as well but the idea of community gardens to bring people out of their homes down to the local park wherever it might be back of the church hall whatever and you it might see that be. with something
1: like queen's park it's so beautiful we were it just is. down there and you know there's dogs and there's people yeah. and it's just yep. so stunning yeah and,
0: and and there's so much beauty out there and i find that food brings people together mm-hmm.
1: you can see that in torn but there's so many cafes Excellent. we oh, love our food I know. We do. We do.
0: <laughs> and green space yes. brings people out so i call it community infrastructure yeah so we've got all the all the major infrastructure roads rail bridges that sort of stuff inland rail but i love community infrastructure yeah it's the smaller scale projects that people may not be talking about but are really important for community mm-hmm
1: awesome and you mentioned one of the shortfalls before um in the community is the employment of young people yep what are some of the other areas for improvement that you see within Toowoomba
0: I uh, um social social enterprise is a real passion of mine before I got elected I was involved with the Vanguard Laundry yes I was one of the founding directors there and a good mate of mine Luke Terry got me involved there and um it, it sort of comes back to that thing of uh, business will generally do a better job of solving the world's problems than government.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And I look at what Vanguard Laundry has achieved, so that um, it did get a one-off government grant, but it sought support from the rest of the community, yeah. uh, got some low interest loans, uh, and it's now putting back, I've lost track of the number of people it's put into work. And we're talking long-term unemployed, yeah. people suffering mental health problems they would not have got a job but for the vanguard laundry wow. and the flow through effects of um that kind of project through you know uh, there's been research done now on the vanguard laundry and it's you know there's less admissions to hospital there's wow. um, fewer people smoking you know so we've got all these flow through effects simply of the act of having a job yeah yeah. and uh, for, for me with people that are long-term unemployed or suffering ill health mental or otherwise to get them work mm-hmm. that is that is the most important thing and that's where I reckon Tumba's already got some great social enterprise there is some great foundation around. already. Correct. Ready. that's yeah. I reckon we can continue to advance that yeah and and I know there's lots of different groups around town that are always thinking about. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of And options. I love what you're
1: focusing there on also the mental health statistics yeah. because if mm. you look at them, especially um, I was looking at some stats recently in the more affluent countries, Australia, America, yep. we have the highest mental health statistics. I and for me, that actually surprised me. And um, and for me, I was like, wow. And I love what you said. Those um, those businesses that are helping people get employment are also yep. they're reducing the rate of mental illness, which is powerful.
0: It is, and yep. you will know that from mm-hmm. exercise as 100%. well. Hundred
1: percent. The amount of people that can't, like, before coming to train, yep. couldn't get themselves out of bed, hated their bodies, yep. had no friends, that now have friends, are coming to five thirty a.m. sessions, yep. have energy for their day we have people that just from training now get job promotions or they have the confidence to go for better jobs or the next promotion or the next opportunity. Um, that's more fulfilling than someone losing 10 kilos for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's those, I, I just know, uh, something else I'm trying to 2020 is walk a bit more. My wife, my wife's yeah. Loves gyms (laughs) and you know, works really hard at her, at her fitness. And, uh, I know, uh, my mind is clearer. Yes. After a simple walk. Yeah. And You've
1: got a garden just across there too. I know. Yes. Just across the road right here. <laughs> uh,
0: so for me, I, yeah, it's something I lack discipline in. I, I just, yeah, I need to keep moving as well. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it, it is good for everyone. mental health. It's yeah. good for everyone. And my
1: final question is, what are the two biggest changes, or if there's only one, that's okay, too, yep. biggest changes you would love to see in the world happen? So we're talking world now, which is just a out there question I wanted to ask you just to see your opinion. Okay. I mean, okay. there's lots of things, but... Okay,
0: okay. Um, yeah. I know it's ironic seeing we're doing a podcast yeah. full of technology, and I've referred to my phone yes. a number of times. It is a connection with the land mm-hmm. yeah also like coming back
1: to nature yeah
0: i um i miss it dreadfully like because yeah, you were up, i grew up farm, on the land and and not long before i was elected i actually you know my we all my family lived on a farm out at Southbrook on the way to Pittsworth, mm-hmm. and yes. uh i i miss it like i for me um yeah i i really miss um wide open spaces yeah. and just um that time I call it time and space. It
1: is, and you need that to be able to think clearer and to be. I think to be more productive and think of the bigger like ideas for whatever we're doing with our jobs, careers, pathways, or life. I find
0: that you're far more creative when you're in a wide open space. Your your mind is clearer. Uh, so for me I, w- I would love just to see the world dial down technology yeah. use. like I would love to it's give it's got up.
1: its how I see technology it's got its purpose it does it does
0: it does help us with yeah, a lot I'm sounding like an old Fergie no, I shouldn't sound like no, an old no, no, Fergie it
1: has its purpose but I completely agree with yeah. you if we it's like extremism right if we focus on it yeah. we use it too much um, then what are we missing out on or what's the consequence of that yeah. and again more research is coming out of, again the effects of mental health yeah. on using the phone, Instagram it's true. Um, the issues of people then comparing themselves to other people and what impact that has on the world and society
0: and what is it the dopamine hit when you get a like, like
1: or a comment correct you quickly yeah, look
0: at it yes and, and a text message yeah. I've
1: turned all my notifications off on my phone because yeah. I used to have an Apple Watch and it would buzz or I'd be coaching a and you'd, client you'd, you'd and have I'd to stress look. and yeah. I'd look at it so I saw my Apple Watch Turned off all my notifications, so if you need me urgently, I always tell my team, "You just got to call me because yep. I won't see your Facebook that's message good. for until I look that's at it." that's good. Discipline. Yeah.
0: So I think, like for me, I we got our we have a thirteen year old. Yes. And we gave Lizzie uh, an iPhone for her thirteenth birthday. Part yep. of it, we knew probably what we were what was going to happen, but she would
1: want one anyway. She would want <laughs> one anyway,
0: and and the theory was she could connect directly yes. with me as well if I'm away or out at night, and we can text and stay yeah. in touch. Which has worked out really well. Mm. It's been a, a the fantastic. Good side of it. That's the good side of it. So her and I stay connected. The bad side is that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it is addictive. It is. It's addictive. Yeah, and you just got to make sure that it doesn't overtake life. With, uh,
1: with anything, I guess it's about good boundaries. Mm. So I guess anything like even food can be... And sometimes I'm not very popular. Yeah, uh, On social media, do you mean? No, with those boundaries. Oh, with the boundaries, yes. (laughs)
0: With uh, with our 13-year-old. But anyway, that's a work in progress. Don't
1: worry, I thought my parents had crazy rules when I was in (laughs) high school, and now I'm so grateful that they had all the boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Um, And I can't wait um, to see how you go in this year's election. Appreciate it. Best of luck. Thank you. And we'll chat soon.